Made Look Thin. I am Katherine Weigel. I am one of your hosts. I've lost 150 pounds. Whoa. And with me today is my crosstown rival. Donald Weigel, <laughs> rivaling you from across town. I don't know why there are crosstown rivals. Like, who cares? I don't know <laughs> Does either. Does anybody but, care? Like, but I enjoy the idea that we are crosstown rivals. Uh, yeah, well, we're cross the couch rivals anyway. Cross, cross couch rivals. I thought we were partners in this together. Okay, let's start over again. Hello, hello, here's my and welcome partner. To... Everything's great. Yeah, we support each other and stuff. That's boring. And I've lost a hundred pounds. Congratulations! That's Thank amazing. you. So hi. Thank and... you. And I'm here to talk about it. Yay! It's uh, a podcast. It we is. talk about stuff and people listen. So we're going to break this episode into three parts. First, we're going to talk about justifying things. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about trustifying things. Ooh. <laughs> I, I just came up with that. I, don't I know. like break it. Break yourself before. You check yourself. Uh, so we got we got trust. And then we're going to talk about not losifying not things. Losifying things. Yeah, um, with our we're product making of the up week. Webster's Dictionary is adding words to the dictionary every we, time we host a podcast. We should have gotten a rhyming dictionary before we started this bit. Yeah, probably. There's probably an app for that. Maybe we probably. should have that as a product of the week. Ooh, product of the week to you. <laughs> product <The> rhyming app. <laughs> rhyming app. Nobody wants that app. Nobody wants that. Nobody app. wants that. No, app. but let's. let's I just start. said I wanted that app. <laughs> well, how much are you going to pay for it? Is it a free I don't app? Know. If I you don't have know. a rhyming app, let us know. Uh, but I love how like reviews for products like are this app wasn't free. Like all the negative. Oh my apps. gosh. Everybody wants Negative everything reviews for, free. for apps. Yeah, nothing like, free is free. Everybody. I had to pay a dollar ninety nine for this app. That's ridiculous. <laughs> you look like the grouchy old man you're going to be in yeah. like thirty years. I'm pretty much a grouchy old man now. You know what? My Fitbit is telling me I need seventy three steps this hour. But you know what? I care more about our audience, so I'm going to forego. I'm going to I'm going to trust the process. Wow. And I am not going wow, to get this those 73 steps. Wow, very nervous right now. Donald, uh if we have steps to get, he will walk away, he will get on the rebounder, yeah. and he will step and we will delay the process, but I can't tell if I don't want the steps or if I care about the audience. Yeah. I honestly I'm not sure right now. I, I have uh, two motivations. I'm going to choose to believe you care about the audience uh enough not to get your 250 steps this hour. We took a long walk this morning, so I'm feeling fine. We did. We walked for six miles. I also walked to the dentist this morning. Just walked to the dentist. So I'm sitting pretty. You are sitting pretty. Uh, So speaking of just, we're going to talk about the tip of the week. Tip of the week to you. Tip of the week to you. Tow. So uh, the tip of the week is watch out for justifying oh, your now choices. What, is, what does that mean, justifying your justifying choices? Justifying your impulsive choices. So we've all been there. We th- This episode is about lying and lying liars who lie. Yeah. I'm looking at myself in the mirror right now. But when you start justifying your choices, I'm just going to have one donut. Just you know one. I'm just gonna just gonna sleep in an extra ten minutes. Just ten minutes. I'm just gonna. Now I'm nervous. You're just gonna repeat everything that I say. Just repeat everything. <laughs> Stop it! Don't do that. Um, so, 
I'm just going to have one bite. It never is one bite. No. I'm just going to have one donut hole. That, no. that That's not a number. No. One donut hole is not a no. unit of measure. No. It's like if you've taken any maths, there's like, that's an imaginary number, just one donut hole. Yeah. Or just one taste. Or I'm just going to do it this one time. Yeah. That leads- Just one bite. Just one lick. <clears throat> just one taste. So when you, when you find yourself saying the word, oh, I'm just going to dot, 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 nothing good is going to happen. Happen. Like you're not you're you don't say to yourself like oh I'm just gonna run five miles yeah. like that's not something that you try to uh, rationalize or negotiate in your yeah head. you are justifying your choices get it yeah I'm just gonna have super a spoonful clever. I'm just super clever I'm just gonna buy this for the kids like that those aren't so so when you use the word just uh, don't. That's what I'm saying. Just yeah. stop. Put the brakes on. And yeah, realize that you are opening the door to uh, to just eat two more and six more and ten more yeah, until that's you're what happens, rolling that's what down do. that slippery slope. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So don't justify. And that is the tip of the week. Tip of the week to tip you. Tip of the week to you. Tow. Tow. Um, so now we're going to go over to the topic of trust. Trust and reliability and people in your life who might not be reliable. So uh, I actually had something come up uh, just the other day with a colleague uh, yeah. who I hadn't spoken to in a couple of years because she was a terrible person. She, like, imagine. <laughs> and her name is. <laughs> um you know, I mean, it wasn't actually Lucy from uh, the Peanuts show, but like, do you know how Lucy and Charlie Brown? <laughs> so, so your colleague wasn't actually wah, Lucy. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, <laughs> you had to clarify. Oh my gosh, you're just I'm a pain. Worst. I'm the worst. I'm clearly the worst. He's just a man trying to get along. <laughs> all right, I'll take it. Um, I'll take it. Okay, so we all know from uh, watching good old Charlie Brown that uh, Lucy, every single year on the Halloween special, they're out in the field for some reason, they're raking leaves, and then Lucy has a football, and she says, hey, Charlie Brown, how does the football? You want to kick the football? I have a signed document even. I'll do it. I'll get it. And Charlie Brown, every year, it's the same thing. I think he actually says that. Um, uh, It's a perennial favorite, but- he goes, and you you watch it, and you go like, oh, maybe this time she won't pull the, I know. the football away. I know. Maybe it, this is like the time. They, they don't change the episode every year. They don't no. like reanimate it or anything. I don't know why anything. I guess. But why but do I, I think that maybe this time Lucy won't I'm pull the football Because I'm a trusting person. Yeah. And we all know what happens. Charlie Brown takes a run. He's very excited. He goes for the kick. She pulls it away that is not a surprise but she does it every year and every year we're surprised and apparently he's so into this kick that he (laughs) flips over and lands flat on his back as you do yeah um so that's basically what one of my colleagues uh would do for me do to me all the time and i kept falling for it yeah and then uh i kind of stopped falling for it and my life has gotten better because of it but the other day she brought out a football, a metaphorical football. Yeah. And I texted Donald. I was very upset about it. I was like, she wants me to kick this football. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, so we have people in our lives, like uh, like this colleague who's Lucy. Let's call her Lucy. We'll call her Lucy. Um, we have people in our lives, uh, whether in childhood or family members or colleagues who let us down. Um, I actually, in high school... Um, 
have I have slash had a cousin who I, I I moved in high school and moved to a new neighborhood, didn't know anybody. And she would say, like, oh, like, oh, you can totally hang out with me and my friends. Like, oh, I'll give you a call. And, yeah. and time and again, she like we would hang out sometimes, but more than not, she'd say she was gonna call and then she didn't call. This was the time before cell phones and beepers, people. People just called. Um and she would leave me high. I don't and dry. use my phone for that. No, I don't I don't talk to people. But uh one New Year's, my first New Year in my new uh new town, new new state, uh she said, You know what? Oh, I'm going out with friends tonight and I will give you a call and we'll hang out. And so uh And what did you do? I hung out next to the football phone <laughs> and waited. <laughs> Those it were actual actually things. was like a Sports Illustrated, oh. like football shaped phone. I used to have a Garfield phone, and Garfield would open its eyes every time you picked up the receiver. But, yeah, that's but I never sweet. picked up the receiver because my cousin never called. No, um, but I, I mean, we've all had that feeling, that expectation, and when someone says they're going to do something, and we wait, and they let us down. Yeah, and and I've I've had coworkers, friends, like who eventually, you know. Uh, it's you know that old expression like fool me once shame on me or shame on you fool me twice shame on you again <laughs> doubly double shame <laughs> double shame on you no Brene uh, Brown says there's no shame <laughs> <laughs> um, but the the point here is that eventually you know the boy who cried wolf etc like eventually you. Um, you stop believing in the person. You stop trusting them. You start. You stop relying on them. And maybe you just like you don't count on that person again. And you just stop asking them well, to and, do things. And two, as an obliger, if you go to the Gretchen Rubin for tendencies model, I want to believe other people. I want to live up to other people's expectations. Um, I want to believe that maybe if they let me down, there was a reason. Like, oh, maybe she, you know, accidentally. You know, she caught a bus that was falling off the side of a cliff because she's a super person and she lives in a nice castle and uh, sort of an Elsa Superman She was helping orphans that night and couldn't call you. But we always make excuses for people who let us down and it works for a while, but after a certain amount of time when that trust is eroded and eroded time and time again, we just stop calling back. Yeah. We, we ghost people. We fall away from them. Um, or, yeah, or, or maybe you even like try to call the person out. You say like, you know, what is going on? Like, what is the deal? Like, I've uh, or, literally never done that. <laughs> or, well, this is theoretically some people who are more assertive might do this. Or maybe you like try and, you know, if it's somebody really close with, maybe you try and sit down with them and discuss what's going on, like figure out what the problem is. Like, and I don't know if that works or not, because I don't know if I've ever done it. Well, but I, th- I think too, my, uh, my coping mechanism is usually food. When people right. let me down, it leads to uh, self-doubt and emotional eating and wondering, like, why am I not cool enough to be included? Or, um, you know, as a you know, sort of a passive aggressive thing. Like, I don't want confrontation. I'm not sure that I really want to know. Like, I did I want my cousin to say, you know what? I don't really like you, but I just want to put you off right now because uh, yeah. you're around and I don't know what else to say. Do you want the truth or uh, you can't handle the I truth? I generally am sort of truth averse Yeah, uh, because it's hard to hear the facts. And some people are just flakes. It's not It's not meant to be uh Yeah, some people aren't doing it out of, uh, out of malice. It's but, just, you know, maybe they have good intentions and they just don't follow through. And, I promise we're getting to a point. So we What is the point? What does this have to do with weight loss, darling? 
well, I will tell you. So we spend so much time thinking about people outside of ourselves who have done us wrong, who let us down, who can't be trusted, either trusted with uh, – following through on what they say they're going to do. Uh, they can't be trusted to keep a secret. They can't be trusted to follow through with something that they say that they're going to do for you. Um, but what we don't consider is that we lie to ourselves. What? All the time. The unreliable person in this scenario is me? The cousin was me all along. It's like a beautiful mind. Like there was no... Uh, Paul Bettany. It Holy was just him. Cow. I wish I had a British self. Uh, shocking living twist. Living in my brain, who told me stuff. I am reeling from this shocking twist. <laughs> that the unreliable person in this scenario is ourselves. It is ourselves. Dun dun dun. So, for as much as I can grouse about an unreliable cousin, I think I spent many, many years. Making empty promises to myself yeah. that I had no intention of keeping. I would say things like, I really need to lose weight. I really need to exercise more. I... I'm just going to have one donut hole, yeah, which isn't a measurement bringing it back known. around to the tip of the week. Exactly. So we spend so much time um, knocking down our own self-trust. We say we're going to save money. We say we're going to start our diet. We say we're going to hit the gym. And we don't actually mean it. Like we say it because in the moment, it makes our current self feel good. Like, yeah. hey, I'll call you uh, for New Year's plans. But we don't actually have the intention of doing it. And it's like, it's a form of procrastination. When we say, oh, I'm going to start my diet tomorrow. Oh, I'm going to start working out more. That's not a plan. That's you know, maybe an empty you're promise. a people pleaser, and in this case, the person you're trying to please is yourself. If you say out loud or you say to yourself, "I am going to lose weight. I really need to get on a plan," it feels like we're doing something. It feels as if we are, you know, we're acknowledging the fact that we need to make a change in our lives, um, but then we don't actually follow through and come up with a plan to make it happen. Well, and two, I think it. It ties into, like, we say things before other people can. If we feel like we should lose weight, we'll be out to lunch with people and we'll be having cheesy double breadsticks dipped in marinara and go, up. Oh, you know, the diet starts tomorrow. Yeah. And you say that. I used that to do that all the time. I used to say things like, you know, like, oh, well, I, I know I probably shouldn't have this, but you only live once. And all of those ways that we erode our self-trust with the way we talk and the lack of action that we take, it's not about a promise. All of this is about a plan. And it goes with other people in your life, and it goes with yourself too. Words are empty unless there is an action behind them. I mean, they, you know, they say action is speaks louder than words. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, it's why I have that tattoo on my wrist because – no, I don't have that tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I actually paused and was like, wait, does she have a tattoo on her wrist thinking, that I've never noticed? What was that song? Like, more than words. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's a song. Yeah, I've got that also tattooed. <laughs> but I just have the hum because I don't know the actual words. The I've... Make it real. I was for a second was like, does she have a tattoo? I've never noticed. I before. do not have a tattoo. I'm but like, why would I even think <laughs> that you might have a tattoo? I never noticed. Um, but 
getting back to it, maybe part of it is that we're just overly optimistic that we say things to ourselves like, I am, you know, tomorrow is going to be the day I'm going to do this. I'm going to, you know, get on that 1200 calorie a day. I'm going to go to the gym six days a week. I'm going to start running two miles a day. And we basically set ourselves up for failure by setting our goals too high, too soon, too fast. And maybe the key to this is to try and set more realistic goals. Get some wins under your belt and really try and build your own confidence with yourself. Like, I I feel like for many years, I would tell myself, oh, I just can't do this. I just can't do that. And I had built up this idea of myself in my head that I wasn't reliable when it came to trying to lose weight or trying to maintain an exercise plan. And it turns out I was able to do it and I am able to do it. Yeah, there's a great article uh, on verythitwell.com by Malia Frey. And she talks about self-trust and building self-efficacy. And she says that self-efficacy is your ability to believe in your goals. It's not confidence. Confidence is more of an emotion, but trusting that you're going to do what you say you're going to do. It's less about, can I lose 10 pounds? Like, ten, like can you lose 10 pounds? I don't know. It's sort of a random yeah. big idea. But can you put on your gym clothes? Can you put on your gym shoes? Can you get in your car? Can you drive to the gym? Can you step out of your car? Can you go into the gym? Like all of those small steps are what get you to the gym. You know, can you count your calories for a day? You know, can you like if that's too much, can you write down everything that you eat for a day? Um, You know, can you start? you know, weighing and measuring part of your food, if weighing and measuring everything is too much. Um, Set some sort of realistic, like a goal that you can do in two minutes or less. I'm stealing that from the James Clear book, Atomic Habits, but set yourself a goal to start that you can do easily that you know, but make it a habit and start doing it every day until you get some wins under your belt. Oh yeah, I can go on a five minute walk every day. Um, I guess a five-minute walk would be longer than two minutes, but uh, I can go on a two-minute walk every day. Not as fast as he goes. He gets it done faster. I can track the first thing I eat every day. Like, just start small, and and, but build a habit and realize that, oh, I can be reliable to do this, so maybe I can add a little bit to it the next time, and, and the next time add a little bit more to that. Well, and going on a plan, going on some prescribed 30-day whatever, or following a food plan or joining um, a certain program, it is a it is daunting to have to adhere to rules and regulations set by someone else. And oftentimes it's not reliable or it's not sustainable. Um, but like Donald said, you know, I don't know if I can lose 10 pounds, but what I can do is walk for five minutes at lunch every day. I can add a vegetable to every meal. I can reduce my soda by only having it when I go to the movie theater and not having it in the house. Yeah. When you can set some real tangible rules and set those in place for yourself of things that you're going to achieve, that's where the self-trust comes from. That's where the self-efficacy comes from. Following through with what you say you're going to do by having a specific roadmap in mind to get you there. And adjusting your mindset to understand that it all matters. Like, I used to tell myself, you know, well, what's that, you know, what's a five minute walk going to do? What's, 
you know, cutting out 100 calories going to do or 50 calories um, going to do going to do it matters. It all matters and it all adds up. And getting those wins under your belt, getting those wins in the win column for yourself and realizing that you can do these things um, builds confidence and lets you understand that you can be reliable when it comes to these things. Well, and I think too, with any plan, it is about having a plan. It's not about having a promise to yourself. I promise I'm going to be good today. Yeah, this is huge. I promise I'm not going to have just one donut hole at work. And not being vague about it, not just saying like, I'm going to lose weight or I need to do more exercise, but actually, you know, saying I am going to do this at this time and then making it happen. Well, and for Donald and I, like, I don't promise to wake up in the morning. I have a plan because I set alarms on my Fitbit. I have one going off every five minutes until I finally (laughs) wake up. Um, My plan is to have my clothes set out on a chair next to the bed so that they're ready for when I wake up in the morning. We've got our rebounders in the living room ready to go to get in our steps. Like, there, it's not like, oh, we should really work out tomorrow. What are we going to do? I don't know. Well, never mind. Let's just yeah, it's like There's too much. You know, and I have a plan. Like, I will be on on that rebounder by an exact time. And, you know, I make sure that I start by that time so that I'm not putting it off and putting it off and then eventually realizing I'm out of time to do it at all. So it's not about perfection. It's about setting small, realistic, and attainable goals can you drink one glass of water? Yes, I can. When can you drink it? I can drink it before I have my lunch. Like that is a specific plan. And once you start doing that time and time again, like I have habit trackers. I know we talk about those uh, a lot on the podcast. Yeah. Once a habit is in place, I don't need to really track it anymore. If it's just something that I do, like I have a goal to hit 17,000 steps a day. I've hit it every day this month. So over two weeks and I don't like I, I I'm not actually checking it off of a list because it's just right. part of my life now like I brush my teeth I don't need a habit tracker to remind me to brush my teeth because it's just what I do I don't need a habit tracker at this point to to tell me to track 17,000 steps I just do it and but we might need habit trackers to help remind us of things that aren't in place and aren't natural habits yet yeah we've uh catherine i think is still in the middle of it and i just finished reading a book by uh dr yanni friedhoff called the diet fix and um i don't love everything that's in it um but there are lots of things i do like and one thing that he likes to point out is that when it comes to weight loss we always um strive for perfection we're always looking for um, you know, to be somehow perfect, to to be perfect eaters, to eat a hundred percent healthy, to be on the perfect exercise plan, and to attain this ideal perfect weight. And it's the only area of our lives in which we hold ourselves to these high standards. You know, generally, our personal best is seen as a huge accomplishment. Um, if if I make a certain amount of money, if I get a raise and I'm now at my personal best, um, I see it as a huge accomplishment. If I get a certain promotion at work, it's a huge accomplishment. Because I'm not the president of Hollywood, I don't I don't think of myself as a failure. But when we hold ourselves to a high standard and we're like, if I'm not at my perfect weight, if I'm not at my supermodel magazine weight then I'm not perfect. And we hold ourselves to far too high a standard with these things. And 
Consistency is far more important than perfection. Maintaining a consistent habits and keeping them in place and doing the same things every day is far more important and in the end will yield far better results that are sustainable and can last the rest of your life. Well, and on top of that, we forgive uh, cousins who let us down time and time again, or we make up excuses for why someone is uh, is not living up to what they say that they're going to do. And we knock ourselves down so much for failing to lose the 10 pounds we say we're going for to sure. lose. Or, um, you know, indulging in that extra cookie at night when we say we're not going to. Like, for me, honestly, and this is, uh, we're going to do a maintenance episode soon, but like, there are times when I only feel as good as the last choice that I made. Yeah. And uh, we might also do an episode on must be nice-itis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh no, Catherine's lost 150 pounds, but last night she ate 1,000 calories more than she planned on, and now she feels like a failure. Yeah. Like, which is actually something that happened yesterday. Like, in the measure of time, nobody would say I'm a failure, but I feel like I let myself down by overindulging. Um, so the, the, the second point I'm making is positive self-talk matters. And if you don't think you can achieve something, I'm never going to lose 10 pounds. I'm never going to be able to get up early for the gym. I'm never going to be able to fit into those old jeans again. All of those negative stories that we tell ourselves, they they fill up our psyche and they build our character. And the more positive self-talk we can we can put in place the better. I can get my clothes ready in the morning. Yeah. Um I can set my alarms. I feel great when I use the rebounder in the morning. I feel great when I stick to my goals. Like saying more about that. I think there was something in the Yanni Friedhoff book too, where he was like, and don't for one second go back and like say anything bad if you if yeah. you didn't hit your goal. Don't like, feel bad about yourself. Don't feel yeah. bad about yourself. And we punish ourselves time and time again. And we we like you know, what was, uh, it wasn't Angels and Demons. What was it? The Da Vinci Code where Paul Bettany, this is the double Paul Bettany episode. We talked about him twice. Beautiful mind, <laughs> Anne. Yeah. In, uh, in the Da Vinci Code, he had like, he was a monk and he was like flailing himself because he wasn't. The only podcast this week to mention Paul Bettany <laughs> twice. Uh, and, uh, but like he was self-flagellating uh, as as penance, and we do that to ourselves, and that's no place for positivity to grow. Like you've got to, uh, you know, you can either water the weeds or water the flowers. Yeah, and, and when you say negative things to yourself, you're watering the weeds. Yeah, we've talked about this before, but we also want to be right. And when we tell ourselves that we're stupid or that we can't do something or that we're unreliable, like we want to be right about that, whether um, whether consciously we do or not, we will make that happen if we keep telling ourselves. Yeah, that. like, see, I told you I couldn't lose the 10 pounds. Like, well, what can you do? Did, can, can you put on your shoes? Yeah. So when it comes to yourself, think about what reliable people would do in these situations. If you make a promise to yourself to do something, think about, you know, what if somebody, what if you were making a promise to somebody you loved and hopefully you do love yourself and Making that promise to yourself and then following through on it feels fantastic. Um, and 
you know, trying to become more reliable, if you're reliable when it comes to other people in your life, you know, are you somebody who follows through? Are you, do you feel like other people in your life can count on you? Try and think about yourself as a loved one and that you don't want to let yourself down and try and be reliable to yourself. Well, and two, I think uh, in the Brene Brown book, The Gifts of Imperfection, she talks about the... Not the gifts of imperfection. Um, She talks about the shame and the guilt that we feel for letting ourselves down um, and hiding in that shame yeah. leads to additional emotional eating. It leads to um, isolating yourself from those around you. Sure does. And it all ties into that self-efficacy. When we let ourselves down time and time again, um, we, we don't trust ourselves. And we're basically sleeping with the enemy. And the oh, <laughs> our enemy is our own selves. Was Paul Bettany in that movie? I don't know. No, he wasn't. I don't think so. Um, answer that question. No, he wasn't. <laughs> well, Paul Bettany stars alongside was it was that j-lo in uh sleeping with the enemy or was it julia roberts i do not remember right now i don't remember either also i did not see the movie but (laughs) (laughs) but i can tell you that the enemy is you um and we put up with it like i put up with lying to myself for 20 years and having that bit of honesty like for me saying things like I can go into the donut shop and just buy donuts for my colleagues was a lie. That was a lie. That was not self-efficacy. Me now, as I walk past the donut shop, I go, if I go in there, I'm going to eat all the donuts. So I don't go in there. Like, I I am self-aware enough to be honest with myself. And if my cousin had just said, you know what? I'm busy and I've got plans with other people on New Year's. I'm not going to hang out with you. See ya. Yeah. In 1999, then that would have been fine. But uh, but she didn't do that. She lied to me. Liar, liar, liar. So And I had to learn some hard lessons about trail mix. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> I just learned a 220-calorie lesson about trail mix myself. I need to have very contained portions with almost everything. Like, if I have a big, giant, wide-open container of something, I cannot be trusted. And, you know, our craft service guy on set had this huge tub of um of trail mix and i would tell myself oh i can just have one scoop of it and then i found myself just. going back and having another just. scoop use the and word having just. another scoop i did i was justifying my choices <sighs> and so i had to realize that the only trail mix that was safe for me are those little individual like trader joe's packets of them not you know getting one scoop out of the big vat but I love Mother Earth, and I'm going to buy a five-pound bucket of it for Mother Earth. Yeah, for Mother Earth. That's a single serving, my friends. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so another uh, strategy is just remember, nothing is set in stone. You don't have to commit to one particular plan for the rest of your life. If you find yourself um, getting bored over time or you find that things aren't working for you, Change your strategy. Think of it like a science experiment. I am constantly tinkering with what I do. You know, I I have lost the weight. I've kept it off for over a year, and I'm still tinkering with strategies to make this easier for myself, um, to make it better. I'm still trying to find new foods to enter into my diet and sending some out. Like, when I first started doing this, I could not get enough cottage cheese. I know some people out there are grossed out about it, but I probably ate cottage cheese every day for like a year, maybe a year and a half. 
And then finally, I was like, I cannot eat any more cottage cheese. And I have not had it for a very long time now. And um, I've had to find different things to substitute in. And Like Paul Bettany. Like Paul <laughs> Bettany. <laughs> I have a nice tall cup of Paul Bettany Look, now. Look, I get a free drink at Starbucks if I mention Paul Bettany five times in this podcast. <laughs> wow, I didn't know. That's a pretty good deal. Um, so think of it like a science experiment. Like you don't have to commit to one thing forever, but um, you know, figure out what works for you. Figure out how to become that reliable person in your own life. Well, and start small. Start with small promises. What can you commit to? Like I cannot commit to going out on New Year's with my cousin. What I can commit to is uh, you know, setting a time to talk on the telephone. If I don't hear from you, you hear from me. I can commit to setting my shoes out. I can commit to buying pre-portioned foods. I can commit to meeting a friend at the park at one o'clock for a walk. Yeah. There are ways that you can take control of your life and take control of your thoughts. And the more trust you build in yourself, the more you believe in yourself. Like I feel so much better knowing that I do what I say I'm going to do. I'm going to hit 17,000 steps. I'm going to track all my calories, good or bad. Yeah. I'm going to drink water. I'm only going to drink soda at the movie theater. Like the more I trust myself, the more I know I can manage this. Like, and, and the whole weight thing, like I've lost the weight, but I'm still, you know, it, the, it, there's no finish line. I'm just going to have to keep on, um, Doing what I say I'm going to do. Keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. And another thing um, that I think is very important is try and stay away from things that you hate. Um, if you think... Paul Bettany. <laughs> <laughs> he's I a like... fine guy. No, he's no, good. Paul Bettany's great. I don't know. Um, I get one more time and then I get... Well, you get your free Starbucks. Uh, I can see them punching your card right now. Um, but... If you believe that the only way that you can lose weight is to eat a giant salad every day for lunch, but you hate giant salads, you're not going to keep eating those giant salads and you're going to become unreliable when it comes to salads. If you think that the only way to lose weight is to go to a gym and run on a treadmill, but you actually hate going to the gym and you hate running on the treadmill, then eventually you're going to stop doing it. I'm not saying that that it can be completely painless. And I'm not saying you don't, there aren't, won't be some things that you have to do that you don't like, but try and keep them to a minimum and try not to commit to things that you absolutely can't stand doing because you won't do them for the rest of your life. Well, and I think more than that uh, is that we often idealize what we can accomplish in a day, um, depending on the day and the time and how many after work, after school activities we have going on, I have a different level of uh, energy. And For sure. in the morning, I could say, wow, I'm going to make a really great meal tonight. And then by the time it's five o'clock and homework is being worked on and the tutor's coming over and there's a piano practice and the house is a mess and I need to do laundry, my morning self yeah. uh, didn't maybe take into consideration all of that. Have a backup plan for your best plan. My best plan is a great home-cooked meal. My backup plan is the frozen uh, fettuccine Alfredo and chicken that I have in the freezer that I can pair with some steamed broccoli to make a full meal by pumping up the volume. Pump up the volume. Um, but like having those backup plans, you know what? It rained, so I couldn't go on that run I wanted to this morning. So instead, I did a five-minute fitness martial uh, dance. Yeah. Like, having backup plans for your best plans helps because then it's not like, well, gee, I couldn't do it because then I couldn't get this done. Like, okay, well, I didn't do that, so I did that. Oh, I couldn't, 
you know, I couldn't get to the grocery store, but luckily we had a frozen meal in the freezer that we could use. Right. I couldn't, uh, you know, get my uh, my half and half for my coffee, so I just stuck with my seltzer water today. Like I didn't have time to do the ideal meal prep that I wanted, but I do have, you know, pre-prepared meals that I've purchased, or there are things I can go grab that are pre-made that I don't have to spend much time cooking so that I can still stick to my plan. Yeah, or... I didn't have time to track the calories at the restaurant that we went to. But you know what? I just put in 1,500 calories in my, yeah, my tracker. At least it's something. And now it's something and I've moved on. But I trust myself to know that I'm going to be accountable for it. So think about ways in your life that you lie to yourself, that you justify actions, that you let yourself down. What small steps can you take to put actions into place instead of promises. I promise this is going to be the year. I promise this is going to be the day. I promise I'll just have one. All of promises are empty. Action and plans make things happen. Um, There's a quote that I saw that I'm going to read to you now, which is, and I'm reading it now. (laughs) (laughs) She's not at all stalling while she looks it up. My phone locked. Um, (laughs) Know your circle. Make sure everybody in your boat is rowing and not drilling holes when you're not looking. You're the boat. You're the football. You're Lucy. You're Charlie Brown. (laughs) You're all of it. You're the rower. Like, all of it is you. And having trust in yourself to do what you say you're going to do and not self-sabotage time and time again, it's so important because it all – like the more you believe in yourself, the more self-trust you have, the more you can trust others, the more open you are, the more generous of spirit. I was not – generous of spirit is not something I was four years ago. <laughs> I thought everybody else had it better than me. And it turns out I had to make everything better for myself. The circumstances are the same, but my outlook is different because I trust myself in a way that I didn't before. You had to become the most reliable person in your own life. I am now sleeping with the frenemy instead of the enemy. Love Um, it. I do too. So, so yeah, so that's what we have to say about uh, self-efficacy, self-trust, and... uh, Reliability. Reliability and plans over promises. I think it's now time for the product of the week. Pow! Pow, everybody! So, um... This product may seem like it doesn't have anything to do with weight loss off the uh, off the top, but uh, we'll get there. Trust me. So uh, last week we went on a hike, uh, as you do, and you know when you're hiking, you don't maybe you don't have a fanny pack, maybe you do have a fanny pack, but you left it open. Uh, we saw a pair of or a set of Audi set of keys, Audi car keys, like just a fob Laying sitting on the path. On the path. It was probably half a mile down the hill, half a mile up the hill. It was just about equidistant between the two ends of the trail. Between two parking lots. Yeah, and, and like we didn't know whether the person was parked at the top or the bottom. Yeah, at neither up nor down. So uh, our product of the week is the Tile, T-I-L-E. It is a small fob that has a Bluetooth receiver on it uh, that goes to an app on your phone, and you can uh, keep track of your keys your wallet, your dog. Yeah. Like we're out walking in sweatpants a lot of the time, exercise clothes, and they don't have the best pockets in the world. And um, I have been known to occasionally like have a key fall out of my pocket as I'm walking. And uh, that's an expensive proposition. I actually was out on a walk and uh, decided to jog and uh, keys jumped out of my pocket 
never found Don's car keys to yeah. the tune of like it's like five hundred dollars to replace ha, the uh, the ha, keys ha, ha, because they were the you know the transponder ha, ha, ha. keys that cars have Isn't these days. Isn't that funny and fun? Um, <laughs> the price of fitness. So uh, we had to get a new key fob, and then right after that, we got the tiles. So I have one in my wallet. I have one on all my sets of keys. Yeah, Donald and it, it's Bluetooth. It links to your phone, and it keeps track, and you can you can see where it last registered with your phone. So if you do lose it, you can um, you know get within a couple hundred yards of accuracy of where. Yeah, it and is. it has this little <laughs> button too, where um, it will sing a little tune. It will tweet at you uh, so that you can help find it. Yeah, so, if you're if you're within like a hundred feet of it, you you press the button and it yeah, will and uh, start it, chirping. It's not perfect. I think they have replaceable batteries now, so they last longer. Yeah. Um, so it's not perfect, but it definitely has given me a sense of uh, a little bit more security uh, for losing my keys because I did uh, actually I lost Donald's keys that one time and then I jogged the first time I jogged in this last time journey jogged for like 16 seconds literally lost my wallet and my keys in 16 seconds on a trail and uh, it it was I went to great lengths to get them back so yeah so I keep one in my backpack I've got one in my wallet I've got one on my car key my house keys and uh, it gives me a little peace of mind in case I ever lose any of those things yeah so uh so pick up a tile because i'm sure that person didn't drive away in their audi uh they're probably still up on the mountain looking there were lots of other people around but nobody knew whose keys they were so we just left them where, the, where they were um but uh we could have gotten an audi out of it but uh yeah we're oh i didn't think of that we could have walked up the hill and tried it and walked back down <laughs> that and... wouldn't have been awkward at all no not at all um so anyway so that's the product of the week product of the week to you pow pow Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Um, one thing you can reliably count on is that we will put out this podcast every week. Please subscribe uh, wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, you can also find us at weonlylookthin.com. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at weonlylookthin. And uh, you can email us, uh, weonlylookthin at gmail.com. And we do reply. We will answer your questions. Um, We'd also love to hear from you if you uh, have any episode ideas, if there are uh, products of the week you would like to recommend, um, things like that. We would love to hear from you. Um, And uh, it would also help us out if you told somebody else about the the show and uh, got them to listen, somebody that you thought would would benefit from this. It's such a hard thing, though, because if you're like – you could lose a couple of pounds. Why don't you listen to these inspiring people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I know true. it's kind of awkward, but uh, but we're fun. I imagine and- it would go something more like this: like a person in your life says, "Man, I really." you know, want to lose weight, but I'm just completely lost. And you say, you know what? I know a great I podcast. Know two good-looking people who are yeah. also lost, or I can't stop eating at work in the office, and you'd be like, you know what? There's a podcast I just listened to that had an episode about eating in the workplace. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so yeah, so share it up. And if you really want to be a buddy, you could go to iTunes and uh, rate and review us. That would uh, also help. And um, when you are uh, out in the world and you're trying to think about uh, the reliable people in your life and the unreliable people, there is one thing you can always rely on, and that's for Catherine and I to be... An inspiration, Asian, Asian, Asian. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. 
you should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program. 